Now that's a parking spot. Introducing the I may have underestimated the size of my car policy with accident forgiveness from American Family Insurance. Insure carefully. Dream fearlessly. Get a quote. Find an agent. Visit AmFam.com. Optional policy features not included in base policies. Review policy for coverages and exclusions. American Family Mutual Insurance Company, S.I. and its operating company, 6000 American Parkway, Madison, Wisconsin. The Art of Relationships Radio Show is copyrighted and protected. No use in any form, partial or in full, is to be used without informed written consent from the Art of Relationships Radio Show, the Art of Relationships PLLC, or myself, Greg Dzinski. Thank you. Licensed Relationship and Sex Counselor Greg Dzinski's also known as Master G, the art of relationships will cover crucial elements in rebuilding emotional and physical intimacy in your romantic relationships. He will also welcome live calls from listeners in helping with these very challenges. Heard of the old repetitive and tiresome tit-for-tat arguments? Greg gets to the root of couples' challenges in a quick, matter-of-fact format, plus applies compassion and humor. Join in discovering how to improve your romantic relationship and your own life. Listen, laugh, and climax to a happier you. Greg is a licensed professional counselor in the state of Michigan, <laughs> but to some of us, he is simply known as Master G. Welcome, everybody, to uh, Wednesday evening, I think it is. Uh, Going to follow up uh, from Sunday night's show. Again, this is the Art of Relationships uh, radio show. You can... Uh, this is Greg uh, Dzinski, of course, uh, also known as Master G, as uh, coined by PPRN out of Connecticut a uh, long time ago now. So, um, going to hit up on excuses for not having sex. Sunday night I talked about masturbation and uh, enjoyment and also the emotional and physical benefits you get from that. So, if you didn't get a chance to catch me live Sunday night, definitely hit me uh Hit up on the podcast, the recorded versions of that. Uh, hopefully you learn a little bit about that. And I didn't get into, um, I want to get into tonight, try to touch bases on that a little more about maybe those that masturbate instead of having sex with their partner or their spouse. And I'll tie that in this evening. Uh, welcome again Wednesday night. This is the Art of Relationships radio show. Welcome everybody. Please, I want hopefully a lively evening, hopefully uh, quite a few callers on this. Don't be embarrassed. It's all anonymous. You can join me on the live live chat. You can give me a buzz at 586-840-8608. You can catch me, as always, on Spreaker.com, user Greg Dzinski. And also now, I'm very happy about it, I'm on TuneIn.com, which is... One of the biggest radio apps on uh, cell phones, on, uh, let's see, on Windows, Android, and iPhones as well. So you can catch me on TuneIn.com. I'm still waiting on approval yet from iHeartRadio, so I'm hoping for that. And I appreciate all the all the followers, all the support I've been getting from everybody. And if anybody needs advertisers uh, or wants to advertise their business for cheap, <laughs> hit me up, please. Uh, get a hold of me, uh, zip me an email, greg at theartofrelationships.guru. That's dot .guru, G-U-R-U. <clears throat> um, very reasonable. I want to promote your business uh, the best I can on here. Uh, so hit me up with those aspects. And I also want to give a plug. I still have uh, low on ticket sales, believe it or not. It might be because of the August 9th on Reigniting Your Relationships. going to be a presentation workshop at Total Sports, Harrison Township, which is Metro Detroit, Michigan. Tickets are only 16 bucks a piece. There's going to be uh, nice uh, party trays provided by myself, too. It's going to be open cash bar. That's 7 o'clock, Saturday, August 9th. Um, like I said, ticket sales are slow. It might be the timing of the year. A lot of weddings are going on yet. <clears throat> But um, I want to keep that event open. Hopefully, I don't have to cancel that. So, there are advanced ticket sales only. 
through brownpaper.com. Uh, Greg Dzinski, you can find me on that, or also brownpaper.com, The Art of Relationships. Like I said, only 16 bucks a piece. Um, so pretty reasonable. <clears throat> and hopefully we'll have some fun and uh, a lot of insights as well. Kicking off. <clears throat> excuse me. Oh, my, my voice is gone. Hopefully I'll keep that back. So excuses for not having sex. This actually, I come up with this based on this morning. I was going into the office. Had a couple early clients and talking uh, on the radio. They're talking about a a news uh, piece that they come across. Um, I can't even remember where they got it from. To be honest with you, they talked about a guy had a bunch, did a spreadsheet, an Excel spreadsheet on excuses he had received from his wife for not having sex. And it was so it was cool. It was hilarious. And they actually, um, I want to thank you know the screener. And uh, Stoney and Bill and uh, Sarah, the morning show at 97.1 The Ticket here in Detroit, uh, Sports Talk Radio. I'm a huge fan of theirs. And they put me on the air, which was very cool, and I appreciate that. I was on for a few minutes and uh, gave some tips what I thought, what I see in the office and everything, and had a few laughs. So it was it was pretty cool. So this is what kicked off the topic about you know this news piece. Uh, plus, you know, their radio show this morning and also, um, maybe what I do a lot for clinical work about excuses for not having sex. So hopefully people, I'd love to hear from you what your excuses you have received, uh, maybe what you have given to get out of having sex. And I'll tie in masturbation as well. Uh, coming into that, and I made a joke, well, it might have been serious, you know, one excuse a lot of people use is this hygiene aspects, right, and you've heard me before, it could be, guys, you need to wash your man, your man genitals, man genitals, right, you need to wash your man, manhood, if you're out sweating, especially, you know, construction workers, many props to you, you know, you're out in the, especially it's been hot, heat, you're sweating and all this stuff, you come home and you might want Sex, oral sex, whatever. Man, your girlfriend or wife, man, is not going to want a small, smell, sweaty, freaking nut sacks. Um, you know, so you want to you wanna groom. You know, grooming is huge. Hygiene is huge. Ladies, get rid of that muskrat. I've said it before. Um, you know, and I'm all about manscaping too. Guys, if you don't shave all of it, um, at least trim it neatly. You know, women will appreciate that. Trimming it neatly also helps get rid of odor from you guys. And also, ladies, of course, it gets rid of odor for you. So, you know, grooming is a huge thing. I also hear a lot of complaints about, you know, women, they might not want their man to touch them, whatever, because, man, their hands are dirty. They don't wash them. You know, they got dirt underneath the nails. And I understand, you know, mechanics, uh, like I said, construction workers, uh, road workers, you know, people that work in foundries, you get dirty. You know, mechanics now, they wear the, I can't even think of the damn name. I'll just call them plastic gloves, which helps, you know, keeps your hands clean and not as dirty and nasty anymore, uh, which are cool. But one of the biggest complaints I hear from women in my office with guys, and it's not to embarrass the guys. I'm all about teaching. Like I said, the Art of Relationship shows it's for you, the listeners out there, to improve your relationships, sex life, intimacy, and also your you know individual lives as well for the single people out there. It's not to embarrass. Yeah, I want to joke. I want to have fun. Yes, but it's to teach. Guys, you need to wash your hands before you touch your ladies. You know, you don't want... There could be bacteria on your hands, you know, working, I mentioned, you know, working with your hands all day. People know me, I'm more blue collar than white collar. Um, so I get it. You know, I, I like working with my hands quite a bit, you know, home construction repairs, ripping out floor joists, tile, you name it, plumbing aspects. You want to wash your hands and try to keep them groomed, okay? Another thing, guys, I hear from women, especially with manual stimulation if you will you know guys you're you know going down with your hands fingers whatever fondling the ladies uh vaginal area is you need to cut your nails guys um and i talked about this i think on a couple other shows i talk about it in human sexuality classes i teach but please cut your hands 
and or cut your hands. Don't cut your hands. Cut your nails. And also, don't be afraid to file the nails, guys, because when you cut them, they're also very, very sharp. And if you would, and I use this reference all the time, guys, you know, I worked in factory for years and around cardboard a lot. You know, if you ever could imagine having a paper or cardboard cut on your cock, um, you know what? Your fingernails can do that damage to the interior of the vaginal walls and even on the on the clit of the females. So please, guys, you know, that's grooming is huge. The cleanliness and also make sure your nails are, you know, they're cut shorter and also filed down because, you know, even if you cut them, if you feel them after you cut them with, you know, fingernail clippers, whatever, they're very, very sharp. So file them down. Don't be shy. Use an emery board. Women have them. Use one. Get your own. Doesn't make you any less of a man, guys, to do this, okay? It makes you care about the woman you're with that you don't want to hurt her, okay? And it might make her, you know, even more into you because you care about her health, her well-being. You don't want bacteria from your hands not being washed. Please, hygiene. Wash your man junk. (laughs) Ladies, you do the same, okay? You even keep, you know, maybe unscented. Don't use scented. You know, the toilet wipes, flushable wipes, whatever. Don't use the scented wipes, ladies. Those can get, you know, bacteria infection too and all this stuff. I know you might be wanting to uh, cover up odor and everything, but don't be afraid to, you know, even just a wet washcloth, ladies. Grooming is huge. That is, you know, one of the, the big things that excuses for sex. And I want to read some of these. And I'm going to get this. Actually, I printed it off, so I want to give the source out. It was from uh, a Fox News Station 43, wherever the hell that's out of. Um, that This is the source that it came from, okay? From National World News, from fox43.com. So I want to give them you know, credit for the... The resource. I don't want to steal any anybody's work. So you know, some excuses. He actually did it by date. You know, um, and you guys, people might already saw this. Um, some excuses we hear, and believe me, these excuses are just not what men hear. Women hear these as well. They hear these as well from guys. So you know, like I said before, you know. Probably 65 complaints of lack of sex are actually coming from the women in my office. They're the ones complaining. No women, guys. Imagine that. Yes, it happens. So these excuses can hit. And then I want to try to get ahead and reconstruct, if you will, you know, why the excuses happen so there's more empathy, more compassion, and trying to get at the real issues why it's not happening, okay? Uh, again, from fox43.com newsroom, you know what? He initiated sex and the wife said, no, I'm watching this show. And it happened to be a Friends rerun. Okay. Oh, gross. I feel sweaty and gross. I need a shower, but doesn't take a shower till the next morning. Normal. We hear this all the time and we get this, right? No, I'm exhausted. And then, you know, it goes down, you know, so we have exhaust, exhaustion. I don't. I feel gross, you know, sweaty, dirty, whatever. Um, I'm watching a show. A few ones, you know, I'm trying to watch a show. Uh, another one is, oh, I ate too much and I don't feel good. I'm too drunk. All these aspects. How many people I heard, oh, I have to get up early. Right? Another one, I feel gross. I'm not feeling good. I ate too much. Another one, I'm sweaty and gross and I'm tired. I might be getting sick. I still don't feel 100%. I need a shower. I feel gross. That tends to be a common thread with this, people. And I'm watching a show. Okay? Like, how many people have heard these excuses? You know, you know, I'm tired. Or the other excuses I want to, I commonly hear, and it comes up, especially with married people, not only married people, but people that have been divorced, have kids, and... You know, they're in the dating world again. You know what? Oh, I, I can't. The kids will hear. You know, they're very worried about the kids hearing um, the embarrassment and everything else. And actually, uh, had a long, uh, a long marathon session with a couple in here. And this happened to be an issue with them 
with their adult kid, uh, one of their adult kids living with them. Um, you know, divorce situation, but they have kids. Oh, the kids are going to hear. What about also if you have your parents in town and they're staying with you or maybe they have to live with you and you're uncomfortable with that? You know, oh, I can't have sex. Oh, my God, my dad still thinks I'm a virgin. <laughs> you know, that type of thing. Um, I'm uncomfortable. I can't because my parents are in the room. Or you have other relatives. You know, it could be an aunt, uncle, a brother, sister, sister-in-law, you know, brother-in-law, whatever, are in town and, like, sex becomes taboo. You know, now, are you going to be embarrassed or are you embarrassed for them and it comes with your own comfort level and then what do you do? Should you go on a hiatus if your parents are staying with you for a month? Ooh. My philosophy is no. Am I a man? Yes. Are there going to be some women that are going to agree with me? Yes. <laughs> are there going to be some guys that disagree with me? Yes. I'm not gender biased. You know, what happens? All these excuses. You know, the old adage is, oh, I got a headache, right? Uh, that's the age, age old one. I'm not feeling good. I have a headache. Are these reasons, or are these actually excuses, people? Okay. Time for the first break. Welcome again to the Art of Relationships radio show. This is Greg Dzinski, also known as Master G. Join me in the live chat. I'd love to hear the excuses you've heard or actually used to get out of sex. And then I'm going to get and try to uh, reconstruct. I said, you know, getting back where the excuses and looking at the main issues and the foundations, maybe, for not having sex. I hit on grooming as one, um, an important one. And also some other things about the parents or having people stay with you. And the kids is an awesome, I shouldn't say an awesome one. It's a frequent one I hear as well. All the kids are here. The kids will walk in. Um, everybody, I hope, I wonder if you saw that about the, the modern, fam, uh, modern family episode where the kid, all three kids opened the door, whatever, walked in the, the parents' room and caught them having sex. And I laugh at that because it's freaking hilarious. But, uh, you know, I think we've all been in that situation or maybe we also been tainted or been uh, horrified or traumatized by maybe walking in or catching our parent, own parents getting it on. Thank God I did not have that uh, that uh, experience. I, I, do, I don't want that at all. I don't think any of us do. But some people um, have that, you know, have that image. They walked in, they've been horrified and afraid of sex and maybe coming up with the excuse. So I'll hit on this a little bit uh, after the break. I appreciate you joining me. Remember, you can call in live. You will be anonymous, so no reason to be shy. 586-840-8608. You can uh, join me on chat. And before the break, I'm going to give shouts out to a sponsor for the show. Gus's Coney Island, downtown Mount Clements on Main Street. They got great service. Like I said, it's a family atmosphere, good food, uh, smiles with the faces. It's I can't, I cannot overstate. It's a family environment. It's great. So check them out. They're across from the Mount Clements Macomb County Court Building, downtown Mount Clements Main Street, Gus's Coney Island. Tell them I said hello. Give them a shout. Give them a try. Okay. I'll be back in a few minutes. Thank you for joining me. Check out PPRNlive.com. They have shows every Tuesday, Wednesday evening from 7 to 10 p.m. You want some hilarious hosts, hilarious guests, plus upcoming new stars of the band future? Check out PPRNlive.com. If you're looking for that unique, cool fashion statement, check out Shoes by Shea on Facebook. She has hand-painted, uh, hand-designed canvas shoes for you, your loved one. It's an inspirational piece unique to your own taste. Check out Shoes by Shea on Facebook. Again, that's Shoes by Shea on Facebook.
Welcome back, everybody, to Art of Relationships Radio Show. This is uh, your host uh, and also relationship and sex counselor, Greg Dzinski, also known as Master G. Um, no, I did not pick that name uh, by myself. Uh, talking about excuses for not having sex. I talked about, you know, if staying with your parents or parents are in town. Or other relatives coming in town. Also, I hit on before the break about the grooming aspect, um, which is huge. Um, excuse me about that, people. Lost you for a minute. Back. Um, about, you know, parents being in town and you're afraid that they're going to hear you getting it on. You know, knocking boots, doing the nasty, whatever, right? It's only nasty if it's done right. Um... Or kids will hear you. You know, as the kids get older, they get more nosy, more curious, whatever. These are all common reasons or maybe excuses. And maybe it's your own comfort level with your own sexuality that, you know what, if you promote, you know, sex is healthy, okay, between consenting adults, um, you know, there won't be a problem with it, right? And what happens, most people, let's face it, most people, when guys, yes, guys and women both, they get rejected or turned down from sex, and it happens over and over again. Um, There's an issue. I'm going to be honest with you. There is an issue going on, and I want to get at the bottoms of it and turn this, you know, excuses for going on. And I'm not talking about when there's, you know, severe medical issues. Um... When there's severe medical issues going on, and, uh, you know, that's that's different. You know, there's surgery. There's, you know, someone's fighting cancer. You know, that, I want to, you know, that, that's a legitimate reason, people, okay? You know, we joke around, a friend of mine, um, a friend of mine just had uh, major surgery for cancer, and she laughed, uh, would joke around, she, a lot of pain, she's doing well, thank God. Um, but she would joke around, she has so much pain and she feels bad because her husband's not going to get any blowjobs because she can't open her mouth. Um, I'm not talking about a medical condition. I'm talking about, um, you know, reasons or excuses for not having sex. I talked about, you know, not hearing the kids and all that stuff, parents here. That's your own, maybe, insecurities about sex. Sex is very healthy. It's very common. You heard Sunday night when I talked about masturbation, about the health benefits emotionally and physical and how much it hits on also your self-esteem, your sense of self, your own even body image and having sex is healthy. And if there is a constant issue without, like I said, I'm throwing the medical issues off the table when there's no medical issues and there is a lack of sex, um, there is usually an issue with the relationship. Now, and I've said this over and over again, that you know, if you have two people, they're together in a relationship, married, and they only have sex once or twice a year and they're happy with that, no problem, right? That, that's okay, that's them. Most people are not like that. But when the excuses or reasons for sex keep happening over and over again, again, no medical issues, usually there is a a rooted, deep, maybe not even that deep-rooted issue, or maybe just a covered-up issue with the relationship not happening. And I talked about maybe hygiene is an issue, but what can you do to talk about it and have your partner listen and actually, let's face it, care or give a shit about it? You know, if they don't care, they keep making excuses. Oh, this, you know, wash my hands, my hands are fine, I just wash them, whatever. Um, you know, what can you do to do it better? So I want you to be forthright and open. That's going to be the biggest and probably the most difficult thing you can do. You know, what are the reasons for not having sex? Okay. Most issues, number one, and I talked about this on 97, won the ticket for a minute um, this morning. Probably the number one issue for a lack of sex outside of grooming is the emotional connection. Okay. That is going to be number one. One person... Usually the wife, in this case, feels like just a piece of ass, okay? Like a piece of meat. And you need to be honest. And maybe the husbands might not get it because they're they're confused, right? They're confused. The wife always has a headache, always not feeling good, always too tired, always exhausted. All these aspects hit on, and 
the guy is hearing all this stuff, but what he's really feeling is, I don't feel desired, I don't feel craved, I feel like I can't turn my wife on, and that's painful, man, it hurts. It hurts bad. So I come out in anger, I do little stabs, I whatever, oh yeah, you're such an ice queen, you're frigid, you're cold, whatever, you know what, you should have been a nun. <laughs> all these snide remarks come back and it turns into a tit-for-tat situation and we want to get rid of it and we want to look at, okay, what am I doing, right? What am I doing that you don't want to have sex with me? And sometimes the other person is afraid. Oh, I told you I have a headache. I told you I'm not feeling good. I told you. But if this is a consistent basis, there's something else going around. So the number one thing is to get at the real, the root of the issues, the root of the problems for these situations happening. Maybe you don't feel loved, right? Maybe you're taken for granted. You know, maybe, like I said, the wife is feeling like a piece of meat and the husband's clueless because he he's love, loves you and loves the emotional connection, but he's not showing you that or he's not verbalizing that. That's what he gets out of it. So we need to teach and about getting each other to look at what the reasons are. The emotional connection is probably the number one thing going on, okay? The grooming, that's on there. That tends to be you know, a hit or miss aspect, but that is an important key component about reasons for not having sex. Um, emotional connection is probably the utmost number one. Yes, probably behind that number one emotional connection, number two is, believe it or not, is the physical attraction is gone. I'm going to be honest for you, and that hurts. And everybody said, you've been with me, you've been married to me for better, for worse, whatever. But a lot of times the physical, you know, right behind the physical, or I'm sorry, the emotional connection, number one. Number two, I'm going to say the chemistry or the emotional, I'm sorry, the physical attraction died. And it might be because the husband let himself go, the wife let him, let herself go. And I understand as we age, we might gain a few pounds. I get this. But a lot of times people aren't doing watching their diet. They're not doing what they need to do to try to maintain the best they can. I'm not talking you have to be a marathon runner. I'm not talking you have to spend two hours every day at the gym. But, you know, it could be eating habits, whatever. And let's face it, how hard would it be to hear, you know what, I'm just not physically attracted to you anymore. Yeah, you, and I've had, you know, young women in here, since, you know, young, even in the early 30s, that even in my office, these are the women now talking about their boyfriend or husbands. You know what? You, I'm just not. A, you've gained forty pounds since I met you. You've gained fifty pounds, and I'm just. You said you'd you know lose this whatever, and I'm being honest. You know what? I give them props and a huge amount of credit for being honest. How many people would want to hear that? I'm just not attracted to you physically anymore. Not only that, how difficult is it to even talk about that or say that because to your partner most of us do not let's face it we don't want to hurt anyone's feelings right um I, i've said before you know i'm i'm human man i i've screwed up big time before and you know i don't i'm still i don't want to hurt anybody's feelings intentionally and that would be very very you know what i'm just not attracted to you that would be hard but what do you do to make that happen is it like i said the grooming aspect or is it that you're not taking care of yourself uh, a big complaint i hear i mentioned this about before is some guys get turned off that you know maybe they have a stay-at-home wife and not you know bashing that but you know the wife when they first started dating she would get dressed up and i've said this before about keeping the you know igniting the fire and everything going um, and this ties in with this, but maybe she never does her hair, no makeup on. He comes home and she's still in her pajamas, whatever, not made up. And, you know, once in a while it's fine. But it's like he starts feeling like she's taking him for granted. That, you know what, here you got dialed up for me before. And now you say you don't have to because, ah, you got what you wanted. So, you know, appearances are not only, you know, say fiscal with weight and all that issue, but also maybe how how you present yourself, how you dress, how you take care of yourself, not on a daily basis, but you know what I mean, once in a while. 
to show that you care. It's a way to show your partner you care. So that can be another reason or an excuse, if you will. I say excuses for not having sex, but these are actually maybe reasons. And I want to debunk what the excuses are. And I want to come real and come genuine and get you, hopefully, to get the strength and the courage and the confidence enough to get real with your partners for the actual reasons, not excuses for not having sex. Again, the emotional connection, number one, physical connection, number two, hygiene is coming in, you know, falling in, maybe three, whatever. Okay, so physical appearance, you know, is huge. So guys, you don't want to be a slob. Maybe if you weren't a slob before, <clears throat> you don't want to be a slob anymore, you know. So you, you might not want to walk around in your whitey tighties oh god no guy should wear whitey tighties anyways that's just freaking wrong <laughs> um that's just wrong man just picture you know would you want to see your your uh dad or grandpa grandpa you probably caught him walking around in whitey tighties too that's not hot guys <laughs> at least wear uh you know either uh boxer briefs or some colored uh you know even boxers some covered uh colored stuff man going on try to look a little bit hip and a little bit happening so you know the physical aspect i know it hurts a lot of people's feelings out there and they don't want to hit on that uh but that that tends to be a real thing so you look at yourself what can i do to make myself more physically attracted to you my partner right and maybe do daily not daily but you know what i mean monthly check-ins or whatever do you find me physically attractive whatever how many women Let's face it. How many women go out, get their hair done? Shit. On a every weekly, every other week basis, monthly basis. They do it to look nice, right? And when you stop caring and stop doing that, um, and the guy starts thinking you don't care anymore, you maybe take it for granted, and you don't have to do that stuff anymore. I'm, I'm not saying every single day, people. Not at all. I get that. We're tired and all this stuff. But... You know, the grooming and the parents, keep doing what you're doing when you first started dating. You get more comfortable. We get lazy. I get it. But try not to get too lazy, okay? So, going to take another breather and get back to keying in on maybe the emotional disconnect aspects that tend to hit a lot of clients I see with this issue about not having sex or not having enough sex. And I want to debunk... Um, a lot of the myths, too, out there, you know, the old adage, oh, you must be a sex addict. Not at all. And there's a lot of, even a lot of professionals have no clue what the hell they're talking about. Um, you get a lot of, I hate to say it, women's activist groups that, you know, bash men, say, you know, he's a sex addict. If he wants sex three, four times a week, he must be an addict. Not at all. It just means your desire is more, okay? I'm going to hit on that as well after the break. You can uh, give me a live shout-out. Give me a call at 586-840-8608 and join me on the live chat. Again, this is the Art of Relationships Radio Show live. Check out PPRNlive.com. They have shows every Tuesday, Wednesday evening from 7 to 10 p.m. You want some hilarious hosts, hilarious guests, plus upcoming new stars of the band Future, Check out PPRNlive.com. If you're looking for that unique, cool fashion statement, check out Shoes by Shay on Facebook. She has hand-painted, uh, hand-designed canvas shoes for you, your loved one. It's an inspirational piece unique to your own taste. Check out Shoes by Shay on Facebook. Again, that's Shoes by Shay on Facebook.
Welcome back, everybody, to the Art of Relationships radio show, talking about excuses for not having sex. Again, join me, 586-840-8608. Give me a call. You also join the live chat. And I want to uh, take a moment to uh, give my best wishes to people listening over in Europe and uh, Asian uh, cultures and stuff about flight. MH17, uh, many wishes and my heartfelt um, deepest sympathy to all the families out there too, okay? Sad tragedy that definitely, as we know, um, definitely shouldn't happen. Uh, enough on the world aspects. So, uh, going back on the excuses, I want to hit more on the emotional um, Tensions, emotional reasons, maybe for a lack of sex or the excuses not having sex. Number one is you don't feel loved, you don't feel respected, everybody knows the routine. I talk about this left and right, right? Not feeling desired for whatever reason, taken for granted. Arguments, um, arguments, and also having a hard time um, maybe letting go of hurtful comments. Those are huge, you know. And if you happen to call each other names or whatever, and all of a sudden you expect sex, it happens all the time. Maybe they're longing to feel that connection again through sex, and you just happen to call your wife, you know what, you're a nagging bitch. And then an hour later, you're expecting her to have sex with you. Dude, I'm a guy. I'm going to tell you, man, you can't expect that. (laughs) You need to get clued in to the emotional connection couple this evening, this was huge. <clears throat> Sometimes guys just don't get it. You know, they shut it off and it's their way. I, their intent is good. They want to feel close. They want to feel emotionally connected through sex. I get it. They get it. But the women don't understand that. And the guy needs to understand how the women's minds and actually hearts and souls work to where, you know what, the, the tit for tat and the arguing back and forth, that's going to kill your sex drive. So if sex is an issue... I want you to look at either how are you treating your partner. And this goes for both men and women out there too. If the husband is withdrawn, if he starts being cold, distance, acting, you know, maybe not too nice, <clears throat> look at what are you doing to create that. Maybe your partner has talked about it. Maybe they've said it. Maybe it's gone in one ear out the other. And then you're wondering why you're not getting sex. Even, like I said, a lot of women... They're complaining they're not getting sex from their guys. And they're automatically assuming they're cheating or uh, whatever. Or they're not attracted to them. Some of that is true, yes. But believe it or not, 90% of that, they feel stressed. They feel nagged on. They don't feel loved. They don't feel appreciated. They feel like a paycheck. And yes, some women out there, you feel like a paycheck too. This is, of course, generalized. It's not... End all, be all. It doesn't cover everybody. It's average. It's generalized. So, you know, when they feel like that, they withdraw. And when people withdraw, typically something's going on. You withdraw, you're not going to be horny. You're not going to be turned on. You're not going to want to have sex. And that's from both genders. So, number one thing, when you look at sex is going downhill, um, doesn't go on as frequent as you would like, and you talk about it, and you have a partner, oh, what do you mean? It's crazy. I'm just fine. Again, these are the excuses for not having sex. They come up with excuses, ah, but there's no actions to back it up. Oh, I'd love to have more sex. I would. I'd love to. But they're not being honest. Maybe maybe they are being it. They want to, but they're not telling you the reason, real reason what's going on from an emotional level. So they shut down. They come up with these excuses left and right, and most people know in their gut that it's BS, right? That they're BS, they don't believe it. Or it happens for a while, whatever, and then maybe they do have a headache, they're not feeling good, and it's like, oh, here we go again, it's not legit, it's same old, same old. Because the communication has to be there, right? What can I do so you want to have more sex with me? What, what can I do? And what am I doing to cause you to, what am I doing to turn you off emotionally? Hit on the emotional aspects. And it could be the old ad, you know, helping around the house more. And and believe me, there's guys out there that, you know, they work and they cook. They do a lot of things around the house and the women aren't doing anything. This is not gender 
biased thing. You know, most women complain about the guys not helping around the house, but there's a lot of women that do the same. They're not helping either. So what happens? Your one partner, again, feels like they're taken advantage of. They're being disrespected, not appreciated. Again, this is all emotional stuff and reasons for not having sex. It kills your sex drive. If you don't feel loved, you don't feel desired, or you feel like you're taken for granted or just used for, say, money or whatever, you know what? That's not going to trigger a deep, satisfying, frequent sex life, right? Yes, we all get tired. I get it. You know, we get exhausted. We get tired. That's okay. But I'm talking overall. And if you start using it as an everyday basis and it goes on awesome for maybe a week, two weeks, a month, right? A month, two months, three months. People, you've heard me say this on the show before, a year, two years not having sex and you always hear the excuses. And then the one person that's always doing the desiring, right? They stop, and then they automatically assume it's right. Why are you stopping? I'm used to you pursuing me, begging me for sex. Why would they stop? You know, why would they keep doing that? It's pathetic. It's it's foolish. It's no other word. It's stupid. Why would you keep desiring when you keep getting rejected and feeling like crap? So you need to go from an emotional aspect and hit on, what am I doing emotionally? That's going to be the number one thing, right? You hit on those aspects, okay? What am I not doing or what do you need from me to feel more love? So you do feel like I want to have sex with you and it's emotionally. It's not just physical, it's the love, it's emotional aspect. And what am I doing to maybe take you for granted not respecting you? The name calling back and forth, the belittling. This is a huge aspect, people, that kills sex drive in both men and women. You know what? Oh, he's a guy. He should be able to take it. A lot of guys get hurt too. They might not display it or express it like women do. They might, you know, withdraw or hold it in. And then sex. You never use sex as a weapon. Never. Use it as a punishment. And the big thing is, the one that has the least amount of desire sexually holds the power in that department. Again. The one that has the least amount of desire for sex is the one that holds the power. Remember that, right? Because the one that has more desire, of course, they want it more. But the one that doesn't, they hold the power if it's going to happen or not, right? Ooh. So sex can be used as a power trip, right? Don't ever do, oh, if you end up doing this, taking the kids, whatever, I have sex with you. You know what? That's pathetic. And that's a power trip. And that's a huge turnoff. And if it isn't, it should be a huge turnoff, right? And again, not being gender biased. That affects both genders, okay? So, I'm going to take one more uh, quick break. We'll be back shortly. Or we, I should say, I'll be back shortly. Give me a call at 586-840-8608. You can join me on live chat. Again, this episode is sponsored by Gus's Coney Island, downtown Mount Clements on Main Street, across from the Macomb County Court Building. Great service, fast service, family-like atmosphere. Give them a shout. Tell them I said hello. Gus's Coney Island. I will be back in a minute or two. Thank you. Check out PPRNlive.com. They have shows every Tuesday, Wednesday evening from 7 to 10 p.m. You want some hilarious hosts? Hilarious guests plus upcoming new stars of the band future. Check out PPRNlive.com. If you're looking for that unique, cool fashion statement, check out Shoes by Shay on Facebook. She has hand-painted, uh, hand-designed canvas shoes for you, your loved one. It's an inspirational piece unique to your own taste. Check out Shoes by Shay on Facebook. Again, that's Shoes by Shay on Facebook.
Welcome back to the Art of Relationships radio show, people. Uh, again, uh, many thanks. Much love to everybody out there, all my followers. Uh, I appreciate you telling uh, your friends, family, maybe even your spouses or partners about the show. Again, you can listen to, uh, if you don't miss, or I'm sorry, if you catch, um, don't catch the live show. You can catch me on uh the recorded podcast on my Facebook and also on Spreaker.com. Also now, TuneIn.com. Huge uh, radio app on uh, your Android, Windows, and iPhones. So, welcome again. I can't even talk. <laughs> the Art of Relationships radio show. Again, join me on chat. Still got a few minutes yet to give me a call at 586-840-8608. And uh, talk about emotional... Uh, maybe causes for a disconnect sexually where maybe excuses start popping up. You know, when one person, like I talked about, the higher desire partner has the least amount of power sexually in a relationship. I I don't want it to be a power trip. It tends to be that way and people use it as punishment. It should never be used as a punishment. It should be used as getting it, maybe creating an emotional connection, people. It's, It's huge. And when you have, it's true. The more couples that have more frequent sex, they tend to be better. They tend to be more in love. They tend to have more happy times, more positivity. They tend to feel better. They tend to have less stress. They tend to feel more connected. Get that? The more you have sex, typically, the greater the relationship, right? But when a relationship goes down the toilet, That's what I'm hitting on. Usually the excuses for not having sex hit. So what happens, which is all too common, one, husband, wife, girlfriend, boyfriend, partner, and lesbian, um, homosexual uh, relationships, it doesn't matter. They're the same across the board. When one person is not getting the affection, the intimate sexual affection they want, desire, maybe need, if you will, throw that out there. You know what? Maybe name calling start happening, right? They start, oh, you're cold. They start poking or doing snide comments, right? Which, that's their way of trying to get attention and trying to, almost their way of being negative and maybe blaming and trying to trigger something. But it does the opposite, as most people know, right? It does the opposite and causes the the least desire partner, the desire, or the partner that has the least amount of desire, the less sex drive, if you will, causes them to further move away from sex. So even though they think that they're doing something to trigger the other partner to want to have sex, it's doing the opposite. So you hit on, you know, you got to watch what you say, right? I tell people all the time, don't speak from the hurt or don't speak from the anger. You know, the hurt comes out in anger by the snide comments, the name calling, whatever. Cold bitch, you know, those type of comments, they need to stop. You know what? Oh, what are you? I can't believe what... God, no one could turn you on. You know what? You're just so cold. You're so frigid. Oh, yeah, I don't want your limp dick anyways. Yeah, women say that to the guys, right? They start bashing because your own insecurities start sort of coming to the surface, right? Your own insecurities start coming to fight for yourself where you're not confident enough because you don't feel desired. I get it. You know what? It's it's huge. You don't feel desired by your partner. It hurts. But come to that. Again, hit on maybe reasons why. What am I doing not to cause that? Or, you know, what am I doing not to cause us to have sex? What am I doing that you don't feel desired by me anymore? And if you can speak from the heart, chances are it's a lot easier to resolve. The more you bash your partner, the worse it's going to get. You think it's going to work. And also another aspect too, both men and women, they tend to guilt their partner into having sex. Oh, you don't love me. Oh, prove it. Oh, you don't desire me. You know, prove it. Have sex with me. You know what? That's very. That's a pity party and that's a guilt trip. And I always tell people, and then the excuses start coming out, right? They start feeling guilty and then they don't want to do it. And then the excuses come out. They're sick. They're tired. All this starts coming out even more and more and more. People, you don't want to have sex with somebody that doesn't want to have sex with you. I've said it on numerous broadcasts, numerous shows, on my Facebook, on the Art of Relationships uh, Facebook page. I talk about this. You don't want to have sex with somebody that 
doesn't want to have sex with you. In a relationship, a marriage, you want to find out why that is. But why would you sell yourself out and beg and plead? You know what? I want you to stand your ground and get at the, the foundations and the reasons for it. The actual reasons. Look beyond the excuses and look at what's going on. Okay? So look at the fundamental reasons what's going on. Typically, they don't feel loved. They don't feel respected. They may be name-called. They take them for granted. They don't feel appreciated. All those things can kill the sex drive, and then the excuses run rampant. I'm tired. I'm exhausted. I, yeah, I get that, especially with people working different shifts. You know, that, that's hard, and you, it, it's very difficult. And I say, you know, oh, we have no time for sex. Schedule it. You know what? Is that an excuse? We have no time. We're tired. Well, if you have to schedule it, and I've said this before, scheduling time to have sex is not a bad thing. When you first started dating, you go on vacation. You plan it, right? Plan when you're going to go out on a date. You plan when you're going to take vacation, and you're looking forward to it, right? So do the same with sex. You can plan it. You can be foreplay throughout the day. I love you. I can't wait to rip your clothes off. I can't wait to kiss you. I can't wait to hold you. I can't wait to be inside you or have you inside me. There's foreplay that if you have to schedule it, do it. But you look at the emotional disconnect first and foremost, people. And people that are afraid to hurt their partner, you know what? You're hurting your partner by not being honest with them. You're hurting your partner by not explaining what the real reason is and working on those issues. So you think you're not hurting your partner's feelings. You're doing it by withholding information. You're doing it by not wanting to work on the relationship and work on the sexual frequency or sexual um, depthness, if you will. I want sex to be depth and emotional and soulful. Um, I'm all about that. Yeah, I'm a guy, but I'm all about that. That you feel each other's hearts and souls. So talk about it. And if you think you're, you know, by making excuses, you're hurting your partner anyway. So I want you to be honest. Be honest, be upfront, and sit down and talk about what the issues are, okay? So an emotional disconnect is there, and it, the sexual, or I should say the sexual disconnect is there, and it's not as frequent. Don't bash, don't complain, and don't bag people. I want you to talk about it and hit on the emotional connections first. And if it's physical, you know what? Maybe someone's not taking care of themselves, grooming aspects. Be honest. But speak from the heart. I would love to be more sexual with you. However, you know what? I want you, you need to clean up. You need to groom. Maybe take a shower first. Whatever. But be honest. Don't come out as picking apart. You're gross. You're sick. Whatever. You know what? Speak from the heart. Speak that you care and speak from that you would like to have sex. However, this has to happen first. You teach each other. I'm all about couples learning about each other's feelings. And when it comes to sex, let's face it, it's a very difficult, probably one of the most uncomfortable situations to talk about. And it's easier to pick pick about fighting about the kids, fighting about this, whatever. And you pick and choose and you make excuses for avoiding talking about your sexual your sexual life together and your sexual maybe inadequacy, sexual frequency, maybe your sexual satisfaction. You avoid it and you start picking and choosing and everything else that doesn't even matter. Okay? Well, everybody, I appreciate you listening to the Art of Relationships radio show. I will be back as usual, on Sunday evening, 8 o'clock. And I'd love to hear some feedback. I'm looking at changing the time to 9 o'clock Eastern. I know a lot of families out there, a lot of people out there with kids uh, trying to get them to bed, especially with the summer months. So send me your feedback on Facebook. You can send me a message. Uh, send me an email as well. I'd love to hear from you or even suggestions of topics uh, at Greg. At the art of relationships. Guru G U R U. Everybody have a nice Wednesday evening. Rest of the week, I will be back here on Sunday evening. The art of Thank relationships you. radio show is copyrighted and protected. No use in any form, partial or in full, is to be used without informed written consent from the art of relationships radio show, the art of relationships P L L C, or myself, Greg Dzinski. Thank you. 
licensed relationship and sex counselor Greg Dazinski's, also known as Master G, the art of relationships will cover crucial elements in rebuilding emotional and physical intimacy in your romantic relationships. He will also welcome live calls from listeners and help him with these very challenges. Heard of the old repetitive and tiresome tit-for-tat arguments? Greg gets to the root of couples' challenges in a quick, matter-of-fact format, plus applies compassion and humor. Join in discovering how to improve your romantic relationship and your own life. Listen, laugh, and climax to a happier you. Greg is a licensed professional counselor in the state of Michigan, but to some of us, he is simply known as Master G.